you guys. This is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee. Sunday, I know you're having an awesome, a fabulous, a super fantastic day, evening, afternoon, depending on where you're listening from, if you're listening live or you're listening to the archive over on iTunes or YouTube or on social media. We love you, love you, love you, and we thank you so much for your support. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, and I am the platform builder. And so what we do here at Good Deeds, we actually help you shine your light to the world. And people say, Dr. Sunday, what are you talking about? What is that light? The light is your dreams, your goals, your passion, and, of course, your purpose in life. Because we actually, when we obtain it and we know because it's already predestined, when we actually accept it and embrace it, we got to actually get that message out. Because people are waiting on you right now. Yes, they are. I know you may not think it, but people are waiting on you right now to solve their problem, to help them come closer and closer to what they were created for, for their destiny. Isn't that amazing? Yes. When you accept that, you won't even, hmm, things won't even bother you, okay? <laughs> so that's what we do here at Good Deeds. But let's let's get quickly, quickly to the uh, question of the this session. The question that people say, let me ask Dr. Renee here. The question, is, it's kind of interesting. You know I'm going to be keeping 100, right? You know I'm going to tell you. <laughs> but the question was, Dr. Sunday, when adversities come, when things happen in your life, when you when you you want to hate somebody, <laughs> you don't want to show love. What you what you want what you do what you do. And and I talked to the person a good while on the phone. Uh, in this journey, and, and most people know I'm a minister. I'm part of the fivefold ministry, and God has entrusted me with a lot of things to do. But I, I, this journey that I've been on that we call life, okay, I have learned. I have learned. It's been a process. I try not to be, and I know this may shock some people, shocked when things happen in regards of when people do things that I do. See what I'm saying? You've got to have the right perspective that I may think that, you know, shouldn't have been done that way, should have been done a different way. See, that's just my opinion, your opinion, probably that you have done it the right way. But anyway, what I do, what I do, first of all, I go in prayer. I'm going to just keep that thing 100. I have to go to prayer because, see, this flesh, this human body will say and do stuff it don't supposed to do. Amen? <laughs> but we have to stay in prayer. We have to. Uh, I have several scriptures that I go to quickly. Um, I meditate. And God has put some wonderful, wonderful people in my inner circle that I can go to. And I got them on speed dial, but I go to him first. See, that's the key. See what I'm saying? So it's always good to have wise counsel. But I actually have a routine that I do, if you want to call it that, but it's a way of life. I mean, it's really, I shouldn't say a routine, it's a way of life that I have learned. Because you have to be, especially in ministry, being a minister, being a minister, I'm going to say that five times. Uh, uh, I work in a hospital as being an anesthesiologist. But let me tell you what other hospital is. It's a church. People are come broken. People are coming with church hurts. People are coming with all kinds of things that you can't even imagine a thing. But you actually have to show love in everything you do and say. But I, I stay connected with the Holy Spirit inside of me to tell me what I need to do and also what I should do, okay? Yeah, 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 y'all got the ministry side of me. But you know what? That's in everything I do. It's no separation. All the platforms I've been in <laughs> that I have been entrusted, I show love in all of them. And and my number one is our heavenly father. Okay, now we I, 
you know, y'all always say that my team put these questions right when we got actually. <laughs> but you know what? God lines it up. So I'm going to give him all the honor and glory that he used them the way they need to be used. But we actually have an amazing, amazing guest with us today. We're not going to tear it because I want to make sure that I have my pen and paper, that we have this ready. She's actually a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lady. Um, she's the senior pastor of the Exodus Assembly and also, now see, see what I'm saying? Also, she's a business accountant. She actually also is a motivation speaker, also the overseer of the Heal the Hurt Outreach Ministry. See there, y'all thought I planned it, but that's just how it always works out, okay? But we don't want to delay because I have my pen and paper. And you know what? I always like to learn. You always have to have a teachable and a what? Coachable spirit. So we want to welcome, welcome none other than the amazing senior pastor herself, Maxine Gray. Are you there? Yes, I am. God bless you, and thank you for having me today. Oh, I just love it. I, I see. I hear her voice. She gonna go in real quick. So, <laughs> so Pastor Gray, <laughs> tell us, because I only, you know, I only tip the iceberg of the amazing things that's going on in your life. So, tell us a little bit more of the amazing things that you know. You you just have so many different facets of your life, but just share with us a little more about the amazing things that's going on in your life. Oh, yes, my God. As you already uh, may be aware, I have uh, become an author, a published author, and uh, it came as a result of my own life's tragedies, the stories of my family's tragedies, and uh, uh, the Lord was doing a work in my life and in the lives of my family members the entire time, but when you're going through something like that, you never see what God is doing until God has to tap you on your shoulder and tell you, okay, now you're going to have to tell somebody about what I'm doing for you, how I brought you through this. So uh, that was the beginning of my ministry, actually. Uh, I was thrust uh, into situation after situation, circumstance after circumstance that was so painful that really, to be honest, no individual, no human being should have been able to overcome it without at least losing their minds or something. But the Lord brought my family and me through all of these circumstances and told me, you got to help somebody else. So uh, some years ago, uh, the Lord spoke to me audibly in my bedroom, called me by my name, Maxine, Maxine, and he said, feed my sheep. Oh, uh, you know, uh, back then, uh, being a female preacher was very hard to do, let me put it like that, and uh, there was only a few women who would uh, endeavor to step out and do it, but the Lord, uh, when he called me, he was not asking me to do it, he was telling me, and he began to <laughs> minister to me from that point onward, he uh, poured strength into me, and I also had a spirit of fear, I was afraid of everything, and the Lord began to work with me, and he actually uh, cast out some of the fear, but some of it was used so that I would always know who it is that's doing the work, because before I was able to do anything for God, I had to overcome fear, and that means I had to really do some belly praying, as we say here. 
some real belly praying so that I could overcome all of the things. And I realize now that it was nothing but a demon spirit. But I thank God for what he has done because we have an inner city ministry right now. Many people's lives have been saved. Many have been healed. We've had people to, who have been healed from cancer and all types of sicknesses. There was some, that one particular man who was given three days to live, and that was about 20 years ago, and he's still alive and very well. And uh, or people who uh, were on the streets, we've had people to come in who were homeless, and now they're living in, luxuriously. And... Uh, there were others who uh, gang-banged, and uh, now they're ganging for Jesus. <laughs> and uh, so many situations <laughs> that we could name to tell you how God has been so good, and it was all a result of healing my hurt. When God healed my hurt, then he commissioned me to go forth and let others know that their hurts also can be healed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I yeah. just got to, first of all, give God all the glory in what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But, you know, talk about this a little bit because I, I, I know you, you, you share because, you know, ladies and gentlemen, you have to get the book, get the book. But you said something so powerful that we, we as all people, <laughs> we don't want to go through the pain, but we've heard the little mm-hmm. uh, cliche says pain goes to your purpose. Can mm-hmm. you remember <laughs> back when you were going because this is what people uh, like my transparency and so many other people, uh, and then tidbit, not, not, not much because we're going to get that in the book, but when did you have, if we're going to call that epiphany or that light bulb experience or that, that, that that's the old people say, that, that feeling in your belly, which we know is the Holy Spirit, the unction, that, that, that you couldn't stop, you had to keep going in this journey. Do, do, can you record, yeah. remember when that happened? I know so many people say it's, they don't exactly remember, but they knew they couldn't stop. <laughs> oh, I remember. I remember very explicitly, as a matter of fact. Uh, I recall so much. It's amazing to me. I was telling someone the other day that I can remember what happened 20 years ago better than I can remember what happened yesterday. But uh, actually, uh, I would hear women screaming and babies crying. I would hear that every time I would lie down at night. I would hear those screams and those cries and uh it was tormenting. It was very tormenting, to say the least. And uh, uh, I would actually have visitations from God, from the angels of God and, and from devils. Uh, because with every move of God, you're going to have a, a demonic move that tries to take it over to, try, to ruin it. Uh, but those presences, those, those times when God would meet with me was so powerful they they were life-changing. I knew that I could never go back to being the way that I was after he had come and spoke to me. And sometimes there was one particular time when all I saw, I didn't hear his voice, but I saw this rose dangling in my hallway uh, close to the light fixture, just dangling. And then after I saw that, I heard of the scripture, I am the rose of Sharon. So he was introducing himself to me in the midst of my pain and my sorrow. I was going through something, and I was going through a, a, a breakup in my marriage, and uh, my children were in trouble, and all types of things were going on. And I'm going, God, you can do better than me. You can 
I know you can choose somebody other than me, but the Lord said, no, I want you to do it. You're the one I chose them. So, yeah, I, it, everything was so precise. It was not dream pattern, even though I had dreams, but it was more than that. It was visible evidence. He showed it, and people would come to me the very next day and say to me the very that I'd heard uh, from God in the night season, and I knew nobody could have told them. There were times when uh, th- those cries from babies were so overwhelming that I would cry out, God, what do I do? What do you want me to do? I know it's something you want me to do. And that's when he would let me know that he was calling me to a healing and deliverance ministry. So I had to overcome a lot. Mm. I had to really overcome a lot because this was in the uh, early 80s, 1980s. And uh, when I stepped out to do it, I lost a lot of friendships. I lost a lot of fellowships. I lost a lot of income sources. All types of things began to happen to me. I had to leave my job. Oh, my God, I had to quit my occupation, actually. And the Lord said, you're going to go full-time ministry, and I will take care of you. And to this day, as he is my witness and my judge, God has taken care of me. But at the same token, I'm not going to tell anybody that it was easy. It was not easy. (laughs) But, But it was worth it, Renee. It was so worth it. And I give him all the praise. I cannot even say that if I had it to do over again, that I've jumped right in there. Nah. <laughs> I'm glad that that part of my life is over. <laughs> mhm, mhm. Ooh, Pastor Gray, I, I totally can relate with you because I, I said, Lord, I mean, you could have called me into ministry like when I was twenty, uh, and and. <laughs> You know, I was trying to get him what, what he should have did, which uh, that's a whole other subject right there. But, yes, he knows what he's doing, um, ladies and gentlemen. And, and, and a lot of times as we – the point that I wanted to ask that last question again, because you said it so wonderfully when you talked at first, because a lot of people mm-hmm. think, number one, it's going to be easy. And number two, we think mm-hmm. that that pain we're going through, that uncomfortable situation, you're like, whoo, what's really going on? But it actually is it, it, not for us. It's actually for a bigger, bigger, and amazing predestined uh, situation yeah. ahead of us. Woo! That's the great. You're going to yeah. lay me out on this radio. <laughs> <laughs> and you know something else? When I told God, yes, I didn't hear the women and the children crying anymore. But it was Ooh. only after I told him, yes, Lord. But I was scared. I'm not going to lie to anybody. I was scared. I'm going, God, these folks are not going to even believe in me. You know, I was already being teased and taunted and put down on. Uh, You talking about hurting the church? I can tell some real stories about being hurt in the church. And I'm not talking about getting rebuked for something you did wrong. I'm talking about being accused of something you didn't do. And uh, all types of things. Uh, were happening to make me feel that I should get somewhere in a corner and be quiet. But the Lord said, not so. He said, feed my sheep. And he meant what he said. (laughs) I give him praise. I give him praise. I love it. I love it. So, Pastor Gray, I I, I love how you went out into the – what what we supposed to, what the Bible says, go out and take care of his sheep. In in regards of – you 
in writing your book because, you know, I really believe as being a publisher and an author myself, everybody has a story that we actually need to read in the publication. So tell us a little bit about that process because we're so eager to go buy your book. So we just love to hear sometimes the, the backstory of how we actually have, uh, you know, got to that point of writing it in a manuscript. This is the thing. I had written several books before this one, and each of them were inspirational books, of course, Christian inspiration, and uh, but neither of them were ever officially published. And uh, I was going to quit. I was going to stop because I could never seem to get past that. But then the Lord spoke to me through many witnesses that this next book was going to go forward. And uh, he said, instead of just inspiring people, instead of just saying, um, telling a little bit of your testimony, he said, I want you to tell people about your life. I want you to tell people about your mom's life and your grandfather's life. Because my grandfather kept coming to me in dreams and visions. And I was wondering, why in the world am I seeing my grandfather, who had died, I think it was in 1984, why do I keep seeing him, God? And the Lord began to deal with my heart. And uh, the the book that I have written, uh, Escaping Tragedy, uh, The Power to Forgive, is written in actually three divisions. The first one is my grandfather's uh, short bio. The second part is my mom's. And the third one is mine. And uh, each time it talks about the tragedies that uh, we all had gone through. But my grandfather had such a perfect peace. And that's what the Lord wanted me to talk about, how you can have peace in the midst of a storm, how I could not understand for the life of me how peaceful he was when I found out some of the things that he was enduring. And uh, then my mom lost three sons in a row, all in the 1980s. And she didn't have the peace that my grandfather had, but she didn't lose her mind. She wasn't angry with anybody, even though my baby brother was found with a gunshot to the head, but she still held her composure. I knew she was hurting, but she was holding her own. And, and I said, Lord, I need that. I need that. And, and because what I was going through, and it, it, it's just a little bit of it in the book of what I've gone through, because it would take volumes of books for me to tell people, everything that I had gone through. But I knew that I had to discover that peace that my grandfather and my mother had. And finally, I found it. And oh my God, that's what God wanted me to write about. That you don't have to go and kill anybody. You don't have to uh, hurt anybody. You don't have to walk around with a grudge, with your nose stuck up in the air, with your lips poked out, with your eyes rolling, but you can have peace and through the power of forgiveness. For, forgiveness is a spirit. It is not something you just say one day, oh, I'm going to forgive. No. No, it has to be granted by God. And so he gave me the power to forgive from all the situations that I had gone through. He said, I'm giving you this power, and I have forgiven my ex-husband. Oh, and there were some horrendous things that he did, but I forgave him for them all, and I forgave other people for the things that they had done. told him, I forgive you, I forgive you, and above all, I forgave myself 
for allowing myself to get into positions like that and for taking my children through all of that. And when I did that, my life has not been the same since. My life has been so spiritually romantic. God loves on me every day. I love it. I love it. I love it. I, ooh, I love it. I'm more, I had to put my phone on mute for a minute because I was over here shouting. So it's just so amazing. <laughs> that's why, oh, that's why, ladies and gentlemen, you have to stories out, the things that you've been through. You know, and people always ask me this, uh, Pastor Gray, what the, God will tell you, you said it's so wonderful, God will tell you what to say and what not to say, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so don't, don't be concerned about that uh, and letting that, fear come or what, you know, should I do this or not? Because he's going to tell you what you need to say and not to say. Uh, Pastor Gray, mm-hmm. I, I want you to do this. Uh, I'm being very led. I'm led to do this. Uh, you have been so powerful with us this evening. But I want to uh, be quiet. <laughs> and I just feel in my spirit that, you know, from what you share, someone is going through something similar, even if it's a depression, mm-hmm. even if it's not feeling feeling some kind of way. You know, you sometimes we can't even put a finger on it, but we know we're feeling some kind of way. Uh, 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 please speak to them, but, but but don't forget, though, and, and if you do, I'll circle back. We need to know how to get your book at the, when you finish and, and, and when you finish talking there. Uh, and we need to know how to connect with you, of course, on social media and, and, and all those type of things. But I, I got to yield here and, and because we, you know what? You got to do what God said, do it. You need to be quiet and don't do it. So take it away. <laughs> Thank you. I give God praise for this. I really do. I have often been told by God that, that my platform has to go past the, the state of Mississippi, and I'm so grateful for this, because people have to know, they need to know that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we're able to ask or think of him according to the power that is working in us. When you receive the Lord Jesus Christ into your life, you receive power, and that power can help you to overcome anything. I had so much to be thrust at me, and I did. I thought I was going to lose my mind. The doctors were trying to put me on nerve pills, and there was one particular time, and it's in the book, where I was diagnosed with 17 different ailments, and they should have taken me out, and the doctor told me, how are you even walking around? But I was walking around because of the power of God. And uh, he, another doctor later told me, because I had to get away from that one because he was, he was like baffled at it all, but another doctor told me that it all re- revolved from stress-related situations. He said, ma'am, you're under too much stress. You've got to let some things go. This is what I want to pass on to each one of you who are listening in. When you learn how to let things go, put it at, at, you know, they used to say that all the time back in the day, put it in the hands of the Lord and leave it there. I'm telling you, there is a way you can let go of that thing, and you will have peace that passes all understanding, and it will keep your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. There is nothing too hard for our God. He is the awesome God. I'm almost in tears right now. Even when I was going back over the book a while ago, I was tearing up. I said, oh, my God, I really did go through that, didn't I? And that was only a 
a tidbit of what we went through. And so to be able to say, here I am worshiping God. Here I am praising the most high God. Here I am ministering to other people. I'm not on any type of nerve medication. I have, oh, I did not lose my mind. I did not break down. I did not go and kill anybody. Oh, and there were some situations that I went through whereas other people have gone out and they have killed, but the Lord killed my flesh. He killed that emotional part of me that wanted to get revenge and told me, oh, vengeance is mine. I will recompense that the Lord. So then after burying so many, and the last one that we buried was my baby sister, I said, God, something's got to give. And that's when the Lord said, you got to write this book. You've got to encourage people because unforgiveness brings a curse upon people. That's what God wants you to know today. When you don't forgive, you can bring a curse not only on yourself, but upon your children, upon your family members. You'll wonder why this is happening and why that is happening. And it's all because you fail to let that thing go. So I encourage each one of you to go before the Lord, do those belly prayers that I did, cry out to God until he talks back to you and watch him move in your life. And he'll take that pain, he'll take that reproach, he'll take that misery, and he'll bless you with blessings and multiply you with multiplying. I am a witness that he is able to see you through anything So whatever he's telling you to do, if he's telling you to write your situation down, write it down. Write that book. I have a daughter who has written a book about her situation, and I told each of my children that each of them can be an author. Each of them needs to write about their situations because we went through some things, and each one of us, we would be just like the Gospels, the four Gospels. Each one would have a different account of what happened, but it would be the same thing. And so, Lord Jesus, I thank you for the people that are listening in. And I do pray right now in Jesus' name that you'll give them the courage and the strength to go forth and do your will in their lives and to know the purpose of their pain. It's not an easy thing to say, oh, there's purpose in my pain until you begin to deal with us, Lord. So deal with the people, Lord. Deal with all of us, Lord Jesus. Continue to work with us until we know that there's purpose behind or even beyond everything that we have gone through in the name of Jesus. And we know you're able. We know you've got all power. We know that there's nothing too hard to you, O oh great God of our salvation. You are the awesome God. You are the great I am. We want everybody to know, Lord, that you can do it. You can do whatever they need you to do and bring families back together again, bring homes together in the name of Jesus. We pray today that they will get that job that will see them through it. They won't have to work three and four jobs to try to make it. Lord, let them see that something in there needs to be removed so that they can live a successful life in you and and love it, love every moment of their existence. Oh, in Jesus' name, and we thank you. Hallelujah, in Jesus' name, amen, and thank you, God. God bless you. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I knew you were going to go in. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Oh, I felt like doing more, (laughs) but I will let go. 
so mm-hmm. much. There's so much to tell. Not about the trials, not about the tragedies, but about how God delivered. He delivered us. My children are all right. And I thought that I was going to lose each one of them. I am the mother of seven children, by the way. I had seven children, four girls and three boys. Right now I am the grandmother of 12, and we are all right. That's what I can tell the world. We are all right. Nobody but God. Amen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Amen. Who, Pastor Gray, you are? <laughs> God, you. Amen. Glory. Woo. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Oh, Well, Pastor Gray, please, please tell us how we can get this amazing publication and how we can support you. If we in your area, we need to come and, and come to your church. <laughs> And, um, and then help you with your yeah. outreach. But tell us how we can get the publication and how we can stay connected with you via social media. Okay. Escaping Tragedy, The Power to Forgive, can be purchased online at Amazon and barnesandnoble.com. And uh, also, uh, iTunes carries it. So you might want to look into that. Uh, and uh, we are in the heart of Jackson, Mississippi. We are right in the heart of things, and we would love to have you to come and visit with us. You'd be amazed. You'd look at the people, and you would not believe the stories that they would tell you. But God has healed the hurts, and he can do it. If, if anybody can tell you that God can heal you talking to him right now. So please visit with us. My ministry's name is the Exodus Assembly, and also we are uh, promoting this year Heal the Hurt Outreach. We are really going forth with that in a bigger way this year uh, because there are so many people that need that healing and deliverance. So we'd be glad to have you. We're at 851 Martin Luther King Drive. You're in Jackson, Mississippi, zip code 39203. Please come and visit with us. Send us a letter. And you can find me on Facebook. You can. I also have a website, the exodusassembly.org, exodusassembly.org. And find me on Facebook, Maxine Evans Gray, author Maxine Evans Gray. And you, if you just put Maxine Evans Gray, everything should pop up. So God bless you and thank you so much. Well, Pastor, Pastor, great. Glory be to God first. (laughs) We thank you for being in your purpose. Thank Thank you you so much for taking time to be here with us, good deeds. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. You, you, ooh, you're a fireball. But you know what? Glory to God. That's where it go right there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. God bless you mightily. Amen. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. I see that. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm my ooh, Lord. Lord, I can't even do nothing. You know my time. <laughs> anyway, we just thank you so much uh, for being here with us this evening. I know y'all ready for the replay, so I'm going to hurry up. <laughs> but, you know, if you want to connect with anything God has entrusted us, uh, that you want to be a guest on the on the radio show, we actually are uh, training people to do their own radio show if you want to do that. If you just want to be a host of one of the things that I do, you can do that. 
and also we have uh, a TV show side, you know? Yeah, so you can learn to do all those type of things. If you want to intern, we can do that, and I can show you what uh, God has put inside of me. Amen? And then also we have a publishing company, and we have a magazine called Good Deeds. If you want to be on the cover, you want to do a uh, – what I'm trying to think, I can't think of it. Oh, be a contributor, write an article, you want to advertise a sponsorship, uh, any of those platforms, we have that available. And also we have a nonprofit organization called Sunday Foundation, where we take the basic assessment, things we take for granted. You know we do, right? <laughs> you know, food, clothing, and shelter, but we do scholarships. We actually match people with, if you want to be a doctor, if you want to be whatever you want to be, engineer, if you want to be a mechanic, we'll actually match you with those people so you can actually get some mentorship with that. But you know what? You know our website, www.renee, which is R-E-N-E-E, Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y. We love you, but you know who loves you best, which is God, right? Amen? (laughs) But you know what? Always remember, you do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. Guess what? You're not a mistake. No matter what somebody said, you're not a mistake. You got to do the three things. You got to believe, you got to trust, and you got to walk that thing out. You know the rest. Say it with me. You got to don't stop. You got to get it, get it. And that means get your purpose and get your purpose now. You know, this is Good Deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.